Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Tell It All, where we find hope for our struggles and have a safe place for our vulnerability. I'm your host, Doriani Godoy. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode. Oh, my goodness, guys. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy you're taking the time to be here with me. Like, what a gift from the Lord that I get to speak to you guys today. Y'all, I'm a little nervous. I don't know why I always get nervous when I hop on these podcasts. Like, I always get so anxious. I'm like, what the heck? Why am I anxious right now? But I am so excited to talk about today's topic. Um, I feel like... I feel like I haven't really talked about like dating a lot on this on the episode like on the episodes on the podcast like I feel like I'm I've been pretty like decently good at like speaking about other things because I know that there are plenty of podcasts that speak about dating and stuff but um it is always in my face at school so I want to talk about it today because I have had so much wisdom just like poured onto me these last couple days that I really wanted to share with the podcast because I was like, that is good stuff. And for someone who is single and in the waiting, I was like, I need to come and talk about this. And um, and so, guys, I was looking in the word about um, like Bible verses that connected to dating. And something someone told me one time is like, the Bible doesn't talk a lot about dating and they were not wrong. I like, I mean, it, it's all about marriage and like finding a wife and like, you know, like, sat, like laying down your life for your spouse or whatever. But um None of it's, like, specific on either dating or the waiting season. I mean, obviously, Paul talks about it, and he says, you know, I wish everyone was like me. I wish that everyone would be single so that you could go out and glorify the Lord even more. And then, of course, he says, like, well, if you can't seem to, like, stay single, and if it's more tempting to be single than it is to be married, then please get married. But um, I saw this verse, and it's in Romans 12, verse 9. It says, let love be genuine abhor I think it's abhor how you say it. what is evil hold fast to what is good but I just really like that first part just really just like touched my soul let love be genuine and I don't know why and I think it's like I think the Lord's leading me to talk about you know being genuine in in the waiting and being genuine in like pursue like when you start pursuing people and so this weekend I called um Kelly Chesney she was on the freaking podcast if you haven't heard that episode please go listen to it but I was like listen we need to talk I need some wisdom poured into my soul because let me tell you like I have been struggling and so something that she told me was um was like the Lord just really wants to be my guy right so I was like well like I just you know, I want to find my person and like, I just don't understand why the Lord's like still holding me back and all these things. And something she told me was like, Dory, you do not want to be miserable in the waiting. Like you need to abandon it all and remember that the Lord in this season is your guy. And I know that kind of sounds weird because we call the Lord like our father, but genuinely like I felt her when she said that she's like, you do not want to be miserable in the waiting. I was like, yeah, that's actually really good because I think at times when we're in the season of singleness, when we're in the season of waiting where we feel like, like, well, maybe it could happen soon. Um, 
we're miserable or at least I am like I feel like I'm I'm not miserable in my life but I'm just like frustrated during the whole time like I don't understand why I'm still waiting I don't understand why everyone else has a boyfriend and everyone else is getting engaged and everyone else has a boyfriend or I mean or like everyone else has a husband and I am just sitting here in my singleness frustrated because I'm like Lord like I would love to be in a relationship I do not I do not understand why you're making me wait and so I have just felt like so much like loving, like I felt the Lord lovingly convict me in so many ways these last couple, like this last month about relationships and about my desperation towards relationships and about how I truly have to remember that like the Lord is my father and he is like, he's my guy. Like he is supposed to be in the place of my husband. And then when my husband comes in, he bumps up to number one and my husband will bump up, will bump down to number two. And so getting to like have that conversation with myself and with the Lord and with other people has been really important to me because I'm getting to be, to like recenter my thoughts. And so I was talking to her and, you know, when she said, don't be miserable in the waiting, I was like, I had to ask myself, like, are you miserable in your waiting currently? Like, what is your, what is your heart, heart posture to this waiting season? And, you know, my answer was not very fun. <laughs> I was like, yeah, my heart posture sucks. Like I am upset. I'm sad and frustrated with the Lord and just like really not understanding like, you know, why, like maybe this guy that I like might have a crush on or whatever, like whatever it might look like. I'm just trying to give an example, but like if I have a crush on a guy and he doesn't like me back or, or like I have a crush on him, but he doesn't seem to be interested, even if I don't actually know if he is or he's not. And I just get very fresh and I'm like, Lord, like, what am I missing? Like, what is it? What's wrong with me? And the Lord's always like, there is literally nothing wrong with you. I'm just making you wait because you're like, I'm not ready for you to be in a relationship or maybe I'm like personally myself, I'm not ready. And so that's something that I think like has, I've had to come to terms with and um, the other day I was like praying to the Lord and I remember asking him specifically, I was like, Lord, I wish I understood like why you want me in this single season and like why I can't seem to like get over the fact that I'm single. And I just, I heard him so clearly be like, you are not ready. Like you are not ready to be in a relationship. And I was just like, what? Like he literally, like I was so angry. I was like, you don't get to say that. Like I am ready. Like I am so ready to be in a relationship and be a wife. Like I'm ready for what's to come from it and all these things. And I just found him be like, it's not that you're lacking. It's just like, you're not ready. Like it's not your time yet. And so I really had to come to terms with that and be like, and be upset with it. That's why I called, like, you know, like, it's just, that's why I, like, have had conversations. I'm listening to podcasts about it because I am still really, like, struggling with that answer from the Lord. And I'm, like, I don't understand, like, where I'm lacking, you know, or I don't understand what I need to do more to be more prepared to be in a relationship. I know plenty of people who, like, weren't ready to be in a relationship, who are in a relationship, who then got engaged and then got married. But, of course, in a way, like, I don't know their journey. I don't know their heart and I don't know their heart posture. And so, um, the Lord knows my heart. He knows exactly what, when I'm ready and when I'm not ready. And I could be literally still struggling something that I was thinking like, well, maybe I'm struggling with something from my like past that I still haven't overcome that could really affect our relationship. That could become a toxic characteristic in our relationship. And so the last thing I want to do is ruin a really good thing, you know, and I'm not going to ruin it because that was something that was also spoken over me because I'm like, what if I ruin it? And they're like, you're not going to ruin it. Stop saying that. Um, but just like having that conversation of like, OK, well, you know, are you ready? And so I was listening to a podcast today and it was about um, Gemma. Uh, how do you say her name? Hold on. I literally forgot. Oh, Emma May McDaniel now because she's married. 
And it was called Addressing the Fears and and I think what else was it? An importance of community. And in that, she talks about a little bit about relationships. And um, and I just thought it was, like, super inspiring, like, what she had to say about it and about how, you know, like, in this season, like, we are so ready to be, like, in a relationship or be committed to someone. And the real question is, like, are you ready? Like, are you ready to meet that person in all the ways? Like, are you ready, like, emotionally, spiritually? Like, are you in a, in a place with the Lord Well, where that person will not become, like, will not surpass the Lord? Like, are you so steadfast in the Lord that not even a relationship can shake you from, like, how much you love him? And so something um, the guest that came on said, it was like, in this season, like, stop looking for the one and start becoming the one. And I thought that was, I was like, whoa. Like, that is so good. I literally prayed to the Lord last night that he would show me what I need to talk about this morning. And I wasn't going to talk about this, y'all, like, for real, for real. Because it was, like, it was in the back of my mind. But at the same time, I was, like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, I just don't think that it's, like, the time yet or whatever. And then I just, like, hearing that clarity, I was, like, okay, yeah, no, it's definitely, like, what I need to be doing. And so I was having that conversation. I was listening. not having that conversation. I was listening to the podcast. So her saying that, like, you know, are you in this season preparing to be the one? Like, are you? Are you in this season preparing your heart? Are you preparing your spirit? Are you are you healing the things that need to be healed? Are you moving on from things you need to move on from? Are you removing maybe people that don't need to be in your life? Like, is this a season where you're bettering yourself, where you're growing in your relationship with the Lord, in your responsibilities, in your spirit, in your personality, whatever? Are you preparing yourself are you literally waiting just like waiting in a chair just like "Eh." well I guess I'll just wait here until he walks in through the door and then and then and then I will fix whatever needs to be fixed because the thing is so oh my gosh my friend said this last night like Leah shout out to you well so such good word um she heard it from I think it was like her youth pastor or her pastor like her main pastor I don't know but she said she said you know my pastor said, when you're in the waiting season, like any waiting season, not even just like singleness, but he was like, you need to be in the wait room, like doing weights. He was like, instead of the waiting room. And I was like, whoa, that's good word. That's some good stuff right there. I was like, that's good because it's so true, y'all. Like, are we like in this waiting? Are we prepared? Are we fighting? Are we, you know, are we like, diving into our word are we really becoming the woman that like woman or husband that our spouse needs us to be like are we fully ready to take on the responsibility of a girlfriend and then hopefully a future wife or a a boyfriend and then hopefully a future husband are we ready to take on that role because I think sometimes we're like yes relationships so freaking fun and it's like we're gonna go we're gonna go watch movies and we're gonna cattle we're gonna go on dates like oh my gosh so fun and then when you get in it like you do have those things but then there's conflict, there's lack of communication, there's pain, there's hurt, there's all these things that you're like, whoa, you know? Because, like, there are so many times that I will literally, like, be like, I just can't wait to be in a relationship, blah, blah, And then I will talk to my friends and, like, let's say they have, like, a disagreement with their significant other or, like, whatever that might look like. And I will literally be like, oh, 
this is this is the time where I get to say like I'm actually really happy I'm single because that seems like a lot and so that is so true like guys their like relationships are so good but they also have their difficulties you know what I mean and so are you prepared to go into a relationship are you fully equipped are you armored up? Like, are you ready to go into this relationship? And that that can be your question, whether you're in this waiting season and you do not have a person in mind or you do have a person in mind. Like, the question is, are we ready to walk into this? Because if you are dating with purpose, there has to be a purpose behind it. Like, I know I literally just, like, t- told myself, like, if you're dating with first ask, there has to be a purpose behind it. So you're like, uh, Dory, that's literally, like, you're just saying the same thing. But truly, like, is there a purpose behind your dating? Is there a purpose behind your crush? Is there a purpose behind who you're talking to? Something a friend asked me one time when I was talking to him about like my like a crush I had in that moment. He was like, "What?" Like his first question was like, "What is your intent behind this crush?" And I was like, I literally to him and I was like, "Are you dumb?" Like <laughs> I was like, "Duh." I'm like, "Obviously want to date and then I want to get married if it works out." And he's like, "Okay." I mean, awesome. Great, great answer. He was like, but do you know if he truly like is what you're looking for? Like, do you know if you're ready? Like, do you know if you both are like, you know how people say like, are you equally yoked? Like not just in the like spiritual realm, which is super important. Like if you guys are not both equally yoked, like that is going to be, that can be really hard. But when I was talking, like when I mean like, are you equally yoked? I don't just mean, like, spirit, like, oh, do you both believe the same thing? I mean, like, do you believe that your relationship could work with where each of you are? Like, do you believe, well, I don't, I wasn't even going to go this route. I prayed to the Lord that he would tell me what he needs to say, and I guess this is it. But are you truly equally yoked? Like, are you guys ready to embark on a relationship? Because it's serious. Like, relationships are not all fun and games. You know, like, are you guys both ready to face whatever might come, whatever it might be? Rather, it's, you know, lack of communication. Rather, it could be distance at some point. Rather, it could be a family trauma, a family hurt. Rather, it could be a loss of a family member. Rather, it's like, I don't even know what other examples could be. Um, temptation to, to cheat. Like, you know, like, are you guys ready to take on the journey that might come with that? And your answer might be, heck yeah, I am ready. And that's freaking amazing. But at least you asked a question. And you might even want to pray it. Like I, like coming off this podcast, I'm definitely going to pray about it. And just be like, Lord, like show me where I'm not ready. Like show me what I need to fix. Like show me where like I'm lacking. Because I don't want to lack when I meet my husband. I want to be ready. Like I truly want my husband to meet me and say like this woman is ready to get married like if I got on my knees today like I would 100% agree that she would be ready to take on this journey with me and so you know sometimes we're so so quick to be like I just need a boyfriend like I don't understand the season of singleness like it's cuffing season y'all I mean hello fall is coming just kidding fall is here not coming fall is here and it is truly cuffing season like everyone and their mom is looking for someone to cuff like you know what I mean like because it's like cuddle season it's the cutest season of the year like you get to go to the pumpkin patch and you get to go spend Christmas together and then your little New Year's kiss like y'all it is truly the best season of the year like it really is and that's the thing is like 
it is so stinking hard to be in this season and not be like, I just want to rush into a relationship right now. Because I think sometimes we don't realize, like, if we're not ready to be in a relationship, we're rushing into the relationship. Like, we're rushing into a season and nothing comes, nothing good comes out of rushing into a season. Like, nothing does. And so if you are not ready and the Lord's like, I did not prompt you to like because there are going to be times where like it is not the lord's will for you to be with that person like it's just not or like we rushed into it like that was a decision we made to be with that person or a decision that we made out of our own desire to be in a relationship and so we literally forget that like we made that choice and i'm not saying that the lord like cannot like don't misinterpret me like obviously like most literally nothing in life is a coincidence like truly but we also do have to remember that like we do have an enemy that we're fighting against and like he is definitely very 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 like alive and present and there are times that you could get a desire that might not be from the lord and so that's why like praying about things is super important y'all like truly truly praying about things and be like okay is this where the lord is leading like is this where the lord is like directing me like being surrendering that like that relationship like ooh okay good stuff good stuff for myself surrendering that crush to the lord like literally laying at his feet and being like lord if this is your will let it be done and if it's not then take it away and if i lay like once you are open handed with the lord and you're like okay lord like this is this is like I'm doing, like, I'm laying it at your feet. Like, you need to make sure, like, whatever happens, happens. And truly believing, like, hey, Lord, this is not my will. Like, I want it to be your will. And if it's not meant to be, it won't be. And so I think there's been times in my life where I've, like, tried to force things, like, with guys. And I've just, like, and I've always come out hurt because the Lord's, like, that's not where I was leading. And I'm so quick to be, like, Lord, but I thought that that was where you were leading. I don't understand. Like, you're telling me the wrong things. And God's, like, I'm actually not. Like, you're just listening to your flesh and you're not listening to me. You're listening to your desire to be in a relationship and your frustration that you're not in one. Instead of listening to me and letting me guide you exactly where I need to guide you. And there, like the Lord just lovingly convicts me all the time. And he truly does like relationships is one of the biggest things that I'm most convicted about because of the fact that, um, that it, it's hard. Like I struggle with singleness all the time. Like most of my friends have boyfriends and most of them are either engaged about to be married or literally like on their way to being engaged or just been in a relationship for a really long time that I know is going to end in marriage. And so it's, it is hard, like being in a season, all, it feels like you're in a forever, I feel like I am about to get vulnerable, but I feel like I'm in like in a forever, like single loop. And it really, really sucks. Like, I'm like, Lord, like I'm ready to have that person. Like I'm ready to be in a serious relationship. Like I feel like I've never been more ready. And so when the Lord told me like, you're not ready, that was, that was like a punch to the face, like truly a slap to the face. Like I was like, Lord, like what, what? I'm not ready. You've had me in this waiting season for a hot minute, a hot minute. And anything that's in between this waiting season from the moment I like broke up with my last guy and from now, it's just been trash because sadly, I've literally, again, just listened to my flesh because I was like, I really want to, I really want to be with someone. And the Lord's like, yeah, I don't care. I don't care that you really want to be with someone like that's just not what I'm where I'm leading. And so it's definitely been such a hard thing to like hear the Lord tell me like, hey, you're not ready. Like, it's not your time yet. And I'm like, excuse me, I'm not I'm not happy with that response. And the Lord was I really like feel him telling me right now, like, you know, my analogy that I just used about the weight room, like like the weight, like weights room. I know it sounds all the same. And just hearing him say like, 
you need to get into the weight room right now. Like you truly need to like, um, do it. Like I, I am not like, you're not doing that. And I think there's been so many times in my single season that I've like, obviously been, I've either been in the waiting room or the weight room. And so like, I feel like at times I'm more in the waiting room than I am in the weight room because I'm like, just waiting. I'm like, he's going to walk into that door. I just know. I just feel, I feel like like the Lord's telling me like, he's just, I'm going to meet him soon. And then the Lord's like, no, 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 like get back in the weight room. Like, let's go. Let's go. Push, 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 push. He's like pushing me in. I'm like, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I just want him to, to walk in through that door. And the Lord's like, he will walk into the door when you're ready. He might walk into the door while I'm in the weight room and he might be wait, like left in weights with me. And we're both looking at each other, like from across the room, like, oh, I see you doing the weight room. I'm in the weight room. Okay. Maybe we can walk out of here together. Like, you know what I mean? And that was, oh my gosh, speaking of like across the room, I was talking to my friend last night about this whole situation. Cause they all like, all we do is talk about it. But, um, and I remember telling her, I was like, I feel like the Lord's like holding me back. Like, I feel like after I heard the Lord tell me, like, you're not ready, I felt his hold on me more than ever, just like holding me back. And I told her, I was like, I really, truly feel like it's like a route, like a table, right? And like my significant others in the end and I'm in the end of the table. And I feel like the Lord is literally holding both of us back. And he's like, you're not ready. Like both of you are not ready to meet each other just yet. Like it's not my timing yet. Like I'm not I'm not ready for you to meet. And I'm just like, what? I don't know what you're saying, Lord. Like, I think you're wrong, Lord. Like, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And I just feel him. Like, you know, when you like hold back a kid, like hold back his shirt and you're, and he's like running and he's trying so hard to sprint and he's like out of breath. And it's like a joke. Like in, when you do it, it's a joke. Like, you know what I mean? But when the Lord's doing it, he's like trying to save you from like, literally like if he lets you go and you fall on your face and like, and he's going to come pick you up and he's going to be so happy to do it. But it's like the Lord's like, I wouldn't have had, you wouldn't have fallen in your face if you would have just like allowed me to hold you back the way that I have told you to. And so I felt, I told her, I was like, I really do feel like I'm in one end, my husband's in another end and we're both being held back for a reason. And we both have things to work through. Like, that the Lord is like teaching us. Like he's still teaching us something. He's still growing us. He's still shaping us. He's still molding us and he's not ready for us to meet. And that's something that I have to rest in, like truly have to rest that like the Lord's plan is truly better than mine. And like when I meet that person, like it's going to be amazing. And that's something that like, you know, Kylie said this week, like when we were on the phone, like she's just like, Dory, like when you meet your significant other, it's going to be amazing. She's like, you are going to have an amazing husband. Like you are going to have an amazing marriage, but that marriage is worth waiting for. That amazing, breathtaking kingdom marriage is worth waiting for. And I want to, I want to speak that over y'all too. Like that amazing, loving, kind, patient, kingdom loving husband or wife is going to be amazing and they are worth the wait like they are worth the wait and I think sometimes we forget to say that to ourselves like my significant other is worth this waiting season like they really are because we get to spend the rest of our lives together and on to eternity and so that's the thing y'all is like I am feel like I'm speaking to my own soul like my husband will be worth the wait and your significant other will also be worth the wait. And so 
go into the weight room, start, you know, getting swole in the word, start getting swole in, you know, community and pouring and, and being involved in the church, like get swole. So when your husband or your wife comes in, they're like, yeah, they were in the weight room. They were lifting. They know what they're doing. The Lord really has them, has them ready for me. And that green flag is going to be like, once the Lord says green flag, and he lets my husband and I go, we're going to run straight into each other. Like we're going to run straight into like our relationship, into our marriage, into whatever that might look like. Like, or this, there's even another analogy that people always say, like, just run towards the Lord, like run at full force towards the Lord. And there, no guy or girl will make you look back. When you meet that person, they're going to be running right beside you. You're going to be, if you're so focused on like pursuing the Lord moving forward, you know, focus on your life, on your career, all these things. And the only thing you have to do is look to the side and you'll see your husband or your wife running right beside you when they're ready. There's, they're not going to be an obstacle. They're actually going to be running at your same pace. And that's the beauty of marriage is like, you guys get to run together for the rest of your lives. Like you get to have each other's hands for the rest of your life, like holding each other's hands, being together, and like what a gift from the Lord that we get to do we get to have that. But if you are always looking behind you, like you're always looking over your shoulder to see if your husband is running behind you or coming to find you or coming or your husband or your wife coming to find you, coming to like there will be no need to look back when your husband gets here. Like if you keep looking back, you're gonna stumble. Every time you look back, you fall. Every time you look back, you fall. Like that's 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 what I feel about myself. Like I'm not talking about y'all's particular, but I think for myself, it's like every time I look back and question the Lord's goodness and question if his plans really are greater than mine's, I always like trip or stumble or even fall flat on my face. And so the more I look back and the more I question the Lord, it is really hard to stay consistent in my running and my, in my pace that I'm in when I'm always looking back. And I'm not saying that out of a place of conviction of conviction or like, or like anger or feeling like the Lord is mad at me for looking back. Not at all. The Lord does not get angry at us for either questioning his plans or doing something. We're allowed to question. Like we're allowed to say, Lord, this is hard. This is not fun at all. Like this is not what I thought my life would be at, at this point. Like there's nothing wrong with that because the Lord listens to every single one of our prayers. He listens to our pleas. He listens to our cries. He listens to our good prayers, our sad prayers, our angry prayers. Like the Lord can truly take it. Like he can take whatever you give to him. And you know, what a gift, what a freaking gift that we have a father who has patience to meet us when we're down on the floor, angry at him and also meet us when we're up raising our hands in church, praising him for his goodness. You know, even if we're on the floor, we can praise him. But there are times where we're going to be in the slums and praising is not going to be the first thing we think about. And the Lord is gracious and he's merciful and he gives grace for that. And he says, I know, I know it's hard. I'm right here. I'm right here holding your hand. I'm right here, like supporting you, loving you, encouraging you. Like I want you back on your feet. My desire is never that you would be in the slums. My desire is never to break you. It's always to love you. And so when the Lord loves us, this world breaks us. This, our flesh breaks us. And so when we sit and we say, you know what, Lord, your plan for my future, for my husband's, nah, it ain't the one. It ain't, it ain't it. I got this. I'm in control. Every time I've said that, I've come out in the slums, heartbroken, in, on my knees, crying to the Lord and saying, I don't understand why you hate me. And the Lord's like, I don't. I don't hate you. 
this was a decision that you made, a decision that you put yourself in, and I'm here to pick you right back up because when you fall, you're going to fall on me. Every time I fall, I'm going to fall on the Lord, and that's something that the Lord always wants to remind us. When we fall, we fall onto him. Like, we need to make sure we fall onto him. He's like, you know what? I understand. It sucks. This is really hard. And if it was, if you would have just listened, it might have not turned out like that. And he's not saying it out of a word of anger. Like, he's not saying, like, if you would have just listened, you know, like, our parents might have said, like, if you would have just listened, then you wouldn't have fallen. Or if you would have just listened, then, you know, you wouldn't have gone through that. And you're like, okay, the last thing I needed you to say is, like, I told you so. You know what I mean? The Lord doesn't say, like, I told you so, like, not at all. He's like, sits down with us, and he's like, I'm really sorry that this is really hard. And I know that waiting is hard, but I promise you that if you just let me take control and let me cruise and let me drive the wheel, you'll be less in the slums because it'll be so much easier for me to guide you where is correct, is where it'd be easier for me to guide you in the right direction when I'm taking the wheel than if you're driving and I'm navig and I'm just telling you like, okay, turn right. Okay. Turn left. And you're questioning like, um, I don't think so, Lord. I think I remember how to get here and you're turning left and then it's actually right and all those things. And so I feel like I'm getting really repetitive, but, um, I just want to like really, really like, you know, like nail it or like nail it down or whatever. Um, I think I'm just speaking to myself, if anything, y'all, like, I needed to hear this podcast, too. It's definitely really hard at times. Um, I just, I'm just thankful for the Lord that he's taken so much control over this podcast episode today, and really every episode, but specifically today, because I think that there are things that were in my heart that I didn't even know I believed or, like, thought of, Um, and so, y'all, you got this. Like, truly, you got this. Like, that's what I want to tell you is, like, you got this. Like, it is hard. Being single is hard. Being, you know, in the waiting room is hard. But enjoy it. Enjoy the season. And it's hard. I know it is. Like, you know, something that I will always say that I'm really sad about the church is that we have made singleness seem like a disease or, like, there's something wrong with us because we've glorified marriage so much and made singleness so unappealing that it's gotten to the point where it's actually affecting our day-to-day to to be single. It makes us feel like we're not worthy, like we don't have value, like like there's something wrong with us. Like it's like we're lacking something, and in the Lord we lack nothing. And so um, just remember that, like in the Lord we really do lack nothing, and so there's nothing wrong with you. Um, There's not like, there's not this like, God's not punishing you. He's not, he's not happy that you're single. Like he's, I mean, he might be because he's shaping you, but he's not, he's not happy that it's not, fun like he's not happy that it hurts you I want you to always remember that like the Lord blesses you always and so he is blessing you with the season of singleness like see it as a blessing and that's something that I have to see it as too is like singleness is not a curse it's not a disease it's not a it's not a punishment for doing something wrong it is not it's not something that the Lord is doing to hurt anyone or me or y'all like it's just not and so I want to encourage it encourage you in that today that you would know that like it's not a punishment and it's not a disease and it's not a way of him to like make you feel worthless or like there's something wrong with you because there's not and you know freaking Paul was single and he wasn't freaking amazing he he moved mountains and he well the Lord moves mountains but the Lord moved mountains through him and like so much of what he's preaching what he has preached you know is in the Bible and like 
what a blessing and a gift, you know, that he gets to bless our lives the way he does. So just know that your singleness is a blessing. And I know people say it all the time, eh, enjoy your singleness. Eh, you're waiting. Make sure you're waiting with so much joy and know that the Lord is blessing you and like all these things. But I like truly mean it like, and they meant, they probably mean it too, but it just sounds very Christian-y when I say it. And I know it does, but I mean, I am a Christian, so it better sound Christian-y, but just, like, y'all enjoy the season, like, enjoy the fun, enjoy the, li- like, the the ability to be on your own, enjoy the ability to not have to, like, explain yourself to anyone, enjoy the ability to be with your friends nonstop, you know, there's never going to be this thing where, I mean, in this moment, there's not, like, a human who's, like, oh, like, I wanted to go on a date night, and then your friends are all going out, like, country dancing or something, you're, like, great, okay, well, not that, it's a burden to go to a date instead of country dancing. That's not what I'm saying, but just that you get to choose different things and get to enjoy your friendships while you can, because you have hopefully the rest of your life to enjoy your husband. And so, you know, as a 22 year old now officially, um, it is hard at times. I feel like I'm running out of time. And then God's always like, you're literally 22 years old. Like, what the heck are you thinking about? Like, you know what I mean? He's like, he's like, you have at least like you have so many years so many years to enjoy what marriage will bring and enjoy what um, what your spouse would bring into your life. And for now, just enjoy what you can. Enjoy your college experience. Enjoy your friends. Enjoy, you know, podcasting. Whatever you're enjoying that he's talking to me. So whatever he's telling you, like, enjoy whatever you are a part of. And when, it, when he's ready, he'll bring it. And when he's ready, it'll be your time and it'll be worth it. Just don't ever forget, like, your significant other is worth the wait they will be worth the wait. So, so yeah, guys, I need to end this because my tripod is literally like losing its mind. I don't really understand what's happening. I think in the move, it just broke on me because it's been, I also dropped it one day. So like that, that could also be it. But with all that being said, um, thank you guys so much for listening. I really hope that in a way you were impacted that I could, that I could just bring a little bit of light, shine a little bit of light where I can um, to y'all and to encourage you guys where I could um, because I know I needed the encouragement. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, And don't forget to subscribe to download the episode, to give a rating and to tell your friends about it. I always appreciate it. Um, It definitely is very helpful to me. So thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you guys on the next episode of Tell It All. (laughs) 